0: Okay, this time I'm going to jump higher. This time I'm going to give it my all. But the last time I jumped, I hit my head. So this time I won't jump as high. Okay, here we go. Perfect. I jumped high enough not to hit my head anymore. Now I know what my limitations are. Hello and welcome to I Am. I'm David Andrade. There is a study of fleas in a jar. The study takes a group of fleas and puts them into an open jar with no lid on it. The fleas are allowed to jump as high as they are capable, usually around 50 times their body length. So the fleas are allowed to jump to the maximum of their capacity and continually jump out of the jar. Next, a lid is placed on the jar to prevent the fleas from jumping out of the jar. If one listens carefully to the jar of fleas, one can hear the fleas continually hitting their bodies and heads on the lid to try to continue to jump to their desired height. After several days of conditioning, the fleas will no longer hit their bodies or heads on the lid. They have been reconditioned to jump right below the lid of the jar so as not to hit their heads or bodies. Then after several days, the lid is removed and the fleas are allowed to jump out of the jar again but they don't and never will. They have been conditioned to reach a reconditioned height while jumping and will never jump out of the jar again for the rest of their lives. The individuals conducting the experiment have set limitations on the flea's abilities. Furthermore, when the flea offspring are born and brought up in the same jar environment, the offspring will follow the exact limitations of the parent, never learning how to jump out of the jar. Question. Did the flea change? No. It reconditioned and limited its abilities to jump at a new height. Does it have the ability to jump 50 times its body length? Absolutely. Its internal structure chose a more efficient pathway as to avoid injury. Thus, a new neurobiological pathway was chosen for efficiency and will now be sought and followed in order to maintain the reconditioned identity an identity that limits its innate abilities. Why do I bring up the flea in the jar? Because we as humans are no different, but hold on, hold on, hear me out. We are brought onto this earth and from birth to around seven years of age, we are conditioned on how we will live our lives. Lids will be placed on certain jars of our life and limitations will be constructed or there will be part of our lives that have no jar Where we live and succeed to our fullest. But the parts of our lives that had a lid on them during our nurturing years will now have the lids removed and we are free to conduct our lives. But like the flea in the jar that has been conditioned to jump a specific height and will never jump higher than the lid, it will never jump higher, no matter how much freedom it is given. We as humans conduct our lives in the same basic manner. We construct our lives emotionally and live our lives mechanically. I will get into this deeper in a future podcast. We as humans have been conditioned to believe that our abilities have specific thresholds, some limited and some unlimited. But the parts that have perceived limitations really have no limitations. Our beliefs are only limited by the false lid on the jar. And like the flea that will go through life jumping to its new condition height, we as humans will go through life also jumping to a limited height And never knowing why, we just jump. Many people commented, I don't live like a flea in a jar. I can choose to do whatever I want, which is absolutely true. But there's a subconscious lid that will keep one from obtaining success a false sense of limitations, and you don't know what or even think about it. The flea kept hitting its head on the jar, didn't like it, limited its jumping height, and now jumps to the same height over and over again without even thinking about its limited ability it just jumps do you know why you can't succeed in an area of your life that you truly want to succeed do you know why you succeed in an area of your life and you don't know why it is so easy subconscious conditioning of beliefs like a flea its reconditioning has created a neurobiological pathway that makes jumping to a specific height efficient Not good, not bad, efficient. And we as humans, through our conditioning, have created neurobiological pathways that are efficient, good or bad. And the conditioning, after a period of time, becomes a subconscious habit. Once it becomes a subconscious habit, it becomes your life. Look at it this way. Let's break it down. When I start to talk about conscious and subconscious, many people completely disregard this part of success. I start to lose people. Most everyone wants to hear motivational dialogue. Something that makes them feel good for the moment. Where they can feel excited, in control, powerful. Great. But one has to understand, will your subconscious allow the motivational dialogue to hold and propel you forward? I want to teach you how to succeed by understanding the mechanical process that guides forward success. So please stay with me on this. If you wander off, This is only your FLS, your false life script, as I call it, your subconscious telling you not to listen because it does not fall into the efficiency state and identity that you now bear. So your subconscious tells you that it holds no resolution and did not take it into account. So stay with me on this. What is consciousness? Consciousness. You are manually controlling your wishes and your desires. When you wake up in the morning and tell yourself, I'm going to eat healthy today. I'm going to be happier today. I'm going to make more money today. These are your wishes and desires. Now, the subconscious or the autopilot might tell you, good luck with eating healthy today. I have to finish my donut first because my true identity is a bit overweight and I have to maintain that identity. Happier today? I don't think so. I hate my environment. My identity is not a happy person. Make more money today? Are you crazy? You hate your job. Your identity is that you aren't smart enough to make more money, and that identity has to be maintained. You will exist in a preconditioned subconscious identity. But the opposite is also true. Consciously, you could negatively be telling yourself, I am going to eat junk food today. I am angry at my life today. I am broke as a church mouse. And your subconscious will tell you, you're not going to eat that junk. I will let you have a bite of it and that's all. But you are extremely healthy. You are not angry at your life. You are angry because a project didn't work out. You'll be back to being happy in one hour because your identity is a happy person. Or you're not as broke as a church mouse. You lost some money on an investment, but you will make more money today as you always do. Because your identity is that money is easy to make. And you are back in the more powerful you. Back to your subconscious identity. The subconscious controls functions below our awareness, below our wishes and our desires. It controls our habits, our body functions, the parts of your life you aren't aware of, but makes you function. What controls your habits, your limitations? Your subconscious. Write down these numbers or subscribe at my website and I will send you these charts. The conscious is when you sit around and say, today, I am going to run 10 miles. Today, I'm going to not be so angry. Today, I'm going to clean up after myself. Now think about this. Your conscious, your wishes and your desires control 5% of your day. And your subconscious controls 95% of your day. This is the part that runs in the background, that runs your habits all day long. Who do you think is in control? The 5% or the 95%? Many times, the conscious 5% thinks since I have wishes, desires, and dreams, I am in control. I can see where I want to be. I am controlling my life. And meantime, in the background, in the subconscious is where the real control is taking place. What makes your car run? The gas pedal or the engine? If you press on the gas pedal, the engine will increase in RPMs say, wishes and desires. But if you don't press on the gas pedal, what does the engine do? It keeps idling, subconsciously. It keeps running. The parts keep functioning, whether you step on the gas pedal or not. It is an example of the gas pedal is the 5% and the engine is the 95%. We all have the ability to live our lives as grand as we want. But we are all conditioned and taught to live in a specific jar without a lid on it, or as I call it, a ring of life. Through enough conditioning, our minds start to create efficient pathways to conduct our lives. And these neurobiological pathways can be good or bad. But the more efficient they become, the stronger the life habit becomes. The more focus on your life direction becomes. This jar with no lid or ring of life has a false sense of limitations. But through conditioning from our environment, we have lived a limited life. So moving forward, we as humans will live with preconceived limitations, attempting to venture outside of our ring of life, but never truly living there until we choose to do so. Unlike the flea, we have a much greater capacity to choose our life direction, to choose how high we will take our life. We all have rings of life in all aspects of our life. Rings of life about how much we will love, how much money we will make, how we will conduct our lives at work, and so on and so on. You will have rings of life that you are incredibly successful and push to the limits. I am successful. I am confident. I am loving. And the opposite is also true. I am not smart enough. I am not strong enough. I am not confident enough. I am not healthy enough. You will have rings of life in all areas of your life, from environmental conditioning that took place in your life, both good and bad like a flea teaching their offspring on how high to jump. If only we could hear that conversation in the jar. For example, the parent flea would say, Back in the day, I used to be able to jump so high, I could see the dog's nose I was riding on. But then they put me in this jar and watched me jump. So I jumped. Then they put a lid on this jar, and I kept hitting my head. So I stopped jumping so high. So what I'm going to teach you this time is that I know you can jump really high, but you're going to crack your head on the lid every time. So only jump as high as I do, and your life will be good. No stress, no expectations, no wanting to be the best flea. Just do what we do, jump as high as I do. Then the offspring says, but there's no lid on the jar. And then the parent flea says, oh, yes, there is. You just can't see it. So they don't trick us. Let's play it safe and not jump that high, because you will definitely crack your head. And life continues with limitations. We are the same yet completely different. But we as humans have a great capacity to choose the direction of our life, to understand limitations, to see a brighter, more powerful future. We have the ability to choose how much of life we want to live, how high we are willing to jump in order to live a greater life. We can all succeed without wasting our life on trying to change ourselves. And how do we do this? What are you willing to write in your subconscious? Since it runs 95% of your day, what do you want it to play over and over again? This is where the power of conscious comes into play. The conscious is the bulldozer, the mover, the shaker. This is the part that can do real destructive alterations to the subconscious. The conscious is the part that opens you up to all the inherent choices you have within you. You're at a supermarket pushing a cart ready to shop. In this case, the supermarket is you, all your abilities, all your choices. You are the 5% conscious and the basket is the 95% subconscious. As you push your basket through the aisles looking for what to fill your basket with, you are the one choosing what you will put into your basket. The basket doesn't choose for you. Now you will decide to either go down the junk food aisle or the healthy food aisle. You fill up your cart, which is the 95% subconscious, and head to the checkout stand. And off you go. But now, what do you consume? You, the 5% conscious, consume what is in your cart, the 95% subconscious. Your conscious 5% might look in your basket and wish you had bought more healthy items. But you have to eat what is in your basket. But remember, you are the supermarket. You have all the selections you want at your fingertips. You just have to go back into the supermarket and put better foods into your cart. And how does the subconscious function? How is it built? Through repetition. Specific actions be done over and over again until that repetitive conscious action becomes a subconscious habit becomes an efficient pathway to follow. That is power of mind before mechanics. The mind sets the stage for what mechanical process will be adhered to. I want to expose you to how you function, how you think, how your life is conducted. I don't want to give you a rah-rah chant and make you feel good for a short period of time. I want you to understand what is controlling your life and how you have this massive, fantastic ability to steer your life in the direction that you want. You have this exuberant ability to live the best of your life, to be the greatest of yourself, to live the beauty of your inherent gifts. And this is all done without ever changing your life, but choosing your inherent gifts of greatness. You want to live a powerful life? Then build your subconscious with the powerful habits of love, passion, and success. Build your identity that incorporates all the qualities of your inherent beauty and strength. Remember, as I say in my book, you don't get what you want in life. You get who you are. You build your life emotionally and live it mechanically, subconsciously. And the quicker you understand this, the faster you can start to build the life you want to live by. Don't live like a flea in a jar with no lid on it. You have the wonderful powers to choose and live into your inherent greatness. Pick up a copy of my audio or paperback book at www.immethod.com and go through the worksheets. And please share this podcast. My goal is to help people understand to never change their lives, but to choose their inherent gifts of greatness. So go out there and take a bite out of life. Thank you.